and welcome back to Dick Talk. So we're keeping it right. Every time I say it, I'm just like, I need to like, oh, okay. I think it's a legit name. I mean, why don't fix what's not broken, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess we'll wait till we get sued, but yeah. No, but TikTok, like, I think that's, you know, I don't think they're going to want to lay claim to that one. We just have well, to be careful with our logo. Well, I would love to sell, sell like, T-shirts and stuff and beanies, you know, with the... I'm down. <laughs> with that horse thing? Yeah, with the horse, what's the horse thing? You know that graphic where there's, there's a like, an angel riding a penis horse that you sent? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I sent that. That show was hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah, it was a veiny one, too. Very, it was very aesthetic, though. Yeah, it was cool. Pretty sure I, that's my spirit animal. <laughs> I could see that like on a beanie. Yeah, I could definitely see Steve-O riding a huge penis for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking straight into combat, dude. <laughs> so how are you guys doing today? Uh, better than I deserve. <laughs> that's one way of putting it. <laughs> what do you deserve, man? Did you do some rotten shit? Like, what happened? No, I'm just a bad boy. Did you say that last week or no? No. No? <laughs> Good. Johnson's tagline. Better than I deserve, Larry. <laughs> what, what about you, Steven? Good, man. Been busy, but solid. A little tired. A little tired? Yeah. No complaints, though, man. On TikTok right now, so that's all that matters. Oh, man. <laughs> Life is good. Life is good, man. Having a couple of brewskis in the backyard with old Ruben. Yeah. What could go Steve-O's wrong? in quarantine right now. He's got some syphilis outbreak or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. Freaking warts in my butthole. It's all, <laughs> it's all bad. That's not good, dude. You got to get those lance. Yeah. It's a quarantine inside a quarantine. <laughs> you got to lance some, dude. I know a guy. You know a guy? I know Back a guy. alley Lansing? Yeah. Is his name Lancelot? <laughs> Sir Lancelot. <laughs> Sir Lancelot joust my, my warts. Oh. He takes care of other stuff, too. Just you know, don't, just don't be scared to yeah, ask dude. him. He'll, he'll take care of it. Is he licensed, at least? <laughs> oh, hell no, dude. He's oh, from... Man. He's He's got to cross the border every time you call him. <laughs> which Which border? <laughs> Canada, hey, he, he, he can't. Canada. Canada. He, 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 I mean, that's it. worse. <laughs> it's like I'm a knight, eh? I'm, I'm not saying he does good work, but you know, he does work. He works though. He works though. Know? Yeah. What it's else work. can you ask him? <laughs> <laughs> anything else? You guys got anything else going on this week? No, uh, no just stock stuff and whatever. It was pretty interesting with the, the whole GameStop thing coming back, so it's pretty... Uh, that is hilarious, yeah, too. Yeah, so, so what's up with that? Because I saw an article where it said that they don't know why, but I mean... I well, mean you know, the, ta- a- the tagline of uh, of the R... The, what was it? Our um, Wall Street Bets Wall was, Street we bets. can stay retarded longer than you can stay solvent, so <laughs> I guess they weren't bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure they lay claim to it, but yeah, yeah no no one really knew. They, they don't really do it like off the, uh, the bet. But it sounds with their website was went down. Uh, they usually do that kind of stuff, right? It will do that when they know there's going to be an influx, so it doesn't like crash their site. Hmm. They're crazy. Ddosed. Yeah. Did you guys hear about that cyberpunk game that got hacked? No, oh, so, I didn't know it got hacked. Yeah, so like, um, so it came out to like all this bad reception because it just fucking sucks on consoles. You know, <laughs> it just it's not even playable. And then, um, so then they're giving people refunds and all this stuff, and then they're saying, okay, we'll fix it, but like. It's going to take us, like, eight months to, to get it fixed, you know? And everybody yeah. was all upset, and then they got hacked by these, by these like, cyber attackers, <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, they stole the source code for the game. Holy shit. And all their, like, do, like HR documents and everything. Oh, and, that's, that's uh, terrible, good. dude. No, yeah. It's going to be real good, actually. So then they, they threatened to sell it. And then two weeks later, they sold it on the black market. <laughs> <laughs> did it get released though, or did yeah, somebody... seven million dollars they sold it for? Okay, but who paid seven million dollars for? Some I don't shit know, like but that? they've been leaking all this stuff on Twitter. All right, well, I'm 
They should leak everything. They should have done it for free. What kind of humanitarians are these? Like, <laughs> Well, the thing is, I'm pretty sure whoever bought it could sell that code because it takes them like years and years to, to create that yeah. game code, you know? And that's like their engine that runs the game. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're pretty screwed right now as Shit. a company because it's like all the, de the decade of work that they did, you know, is just kind of like pff, out there for free. That's what happens when you put trash product out and then expect people <laughs> to fucking just eat it, you know? That's Don't true. That to people. Yeah. That's yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It's a good lesson. Him. Did either of you guys actually play it? Like, no, I, I was um, just. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead, Subo. I was, I was just riddled with too many, like too many issues. I, I, a lot of my friends that I play with in one of my other gaming groups, they, uh, they played it and like it was just crashing and like they said it was really fun, but there's just hell of freaking bugs. Huh. And uh, yeah, I stayed away from it. I, I haven't touched it yet. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to fix it all. And then once they fix it, then I'll play it. So the concept is good. Oh, yeah. It looks awesome. Okay. Huh. It's pretty much like like people go and they get, like, enhancements, like body enhancements. Mm -hmm. And, like, they'll get their eyes changed out and they have, like, heat heat vision and just, like, all kinds of, like, cyber... Cyberpunk you know, shit. Yeah, cyberpunk shit. Huh. Keanu Reeves is in it. Ah. Yeah. Right. It looks cool. Yeah. It's awesome. It's kind of... It's by the people that made The Witcher. I don't know if you heard mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same yeah. people. This is their next game. Yeah, that's like they 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 had such a reputation after the games. It was so freaking badass. Witcher, The Witcher, yeah, yeah. Was it was it like they they did three of them and the first two were like off the chain and the last one was whatever? Or no, the last one was like really good. Oh, the last one was best. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like they're renowned for that, and then they kind of just like screwed everybody over with their next release. You know, that's crazy though. But I don't know. You're only as good as your last yeah. success, dude. That's what they say, man. It is what it is. It's crazy. So I sent you guys some links, mm -hmm. and then the first one I want to talk about is, um, so they're they're gonna start using pigs to you to uh, do organ transplants to humans, and they said by the, by this year, by the end of the year. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, what do you what do you think about this, anyways? Is this ethical, non-ethical? Like I don't know because the article that I, that I was reading it said that you know people, you know, you get organs because other people die. You yeah. know, like accidents that happen, and then like so many thousands of people die every year because, you know, because they just on the list for so long, and then, but then it's like, you kill a couple of pigs, you know? Yeah, no, that's no big deal. We eat them all yeah. the time, so. So, uh, but the, the thing is, they're they're not going to be edible because they're genetically modified. Yeah, you'd be like eating cannibal bacon. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, because what they're doing is they're taking they're they're disabling some genes from the pig, and then they're they're adding human genes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I guess that's what's going to like make the body take. The organ, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I guess they did this to, like, a little girl, like, in the 90s or something. They gave her, like, a baboon heart. Yeah, I remember hearing about that, yeah. It's, like, something, uh, what's her name? I think, it, um, I forget her name, but it was, like, a really famous, famous name. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, her body just rejected it. Like, her immune system just, like, attacked it, and she died, like, a couple weeks later. How brutal. Yeah. Man, so that was like their first time trying a human. But I mean, you would think monkeys would be the the best one to go to first. Yeah, you know what? It's crazy too. Um, so as far as human transplants, transplants, organ transplants, and even bone marrow transplants, even certain like humans aren't compatible with other humans. It's kind of strange. Like, yeah. you'll you look it up. Like, uh, like a Han Chinese person trying to give like a Norwegian person a lung. Frequently, they'll have problems taking uh, just because it's, ge it's genetically dissimilar enough to actually just not take. So it's, you know, it's kind of crazy. It's even even among humans, it's not exactly a one-to-one, -one, like, match. Yeah. So it's got to be some kind of genetic Yeah, because I, I have an aunt that was on dialysis for, like, 20 years. Yeah. 
God, that's brutal. Yeah, and she was like, she like outlived everybody in the hospital that she was at. Like she was like, I guess like in in California, she was like the longest living dialysis patient. Yeah, and so and yeah, and she finally got a kidney, but her body didn't like it rejected it, you know. So then um, they, you know, she just had to wait until another one popped up. I'm assuming, you know, once you get one and they reject it, you're high up on the list. Yeah. She got another one and it, 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 it her body took it, you know. Oh, cool. Oh, damn, yeah. right on. Well, but that's um, cool. yeah, so that's that's crazy. Did like, she live long after that? Um, I would say maybe like five years. That's not bad. Yeah, but then yeah. she had some other stuff going on too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so she lived five years. I think with the kidney would have lasted longer, but it just she had some other stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, you know what's crazy about the whole pig story though? I remember, like, like probably like twelve years ago, I used to be one of those spurgs that would listen to Alex Jones on the regular. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I've been there. Like, not just saying it for optics' sake. He just is kind of a crazy person, like <laughs> yeah. you know. And you kind of realize that after like, okay, so this guy said outrageous shit for five days straight. I'm gonna just start researching it, and then it's like, okay, so. You know, four-fifths of it is actually legit and crazy as fuck. And then there's the one-fifth of it that's like, okay, I can't listen to this guy ever again. Yeah. But uh, he actually did come out with um, the story about them using animals, genetically modified animals, to to breed, you know, hearts and different kinds of, you know, uh, organs with. So this isn't exactly a news a new story, but it's crazy that they're actually finally implementing it. Yeah. You know, that's pretty wild. So we've actually advanced this far. I mean, this is like the Germans. The Germans say they're going to do it this year. So of course, they're... it would be the Germans. <laughs> yeah, doing yeah, pro pro engineering, man. Pro yeah. engineering. Yeah. They're trying yeah, to. Is it? They're trying to build another army, dude. <laughs> this time it's going to be pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pig wrecked. <laughs> yeah, there's actually this dude I was looking up. It's the dude who created Sirius uh, Radio. Mm-hmm. He's like this insane savant, and he owns a company right now that basically 3D prints organs. Ooh. But it does so using your own DNA. So there's a 100% chance of acceptance rate. Wow. And uh, so his daughter was born with this, like, severe condition where, like, she needed a lung transplant. And, like, lungs are, like, one of the things, one of the organs that, like, it's basically impossible to, like, transplant. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's really, really hard to find a match and for it to take. So he started a company because he was like, my daughter's not going to die. And, like, you know, he has no background in this technology, but he's just, like, genius. Yeah. So he goes through and he creates this basically 3D printing machine that 3D prints uh, tissue with DNA. <laughs> and I'm trying, I can't remember the exact specifics of it, but it's pretty mind-blowing. And he saved his daughter's life. And he's, his goal is to basically be able to 3D print human organs for transplant. Hold up. So he it uses, worked? Yeah. Holy fuck. He uses, yeah, it's crazy. And he uses your own DNA. He takes DNA from you. So it's 100% acceptance rate. There's oh, no rejection sense. on it. Yeah. Okay, and and when wild. was that? Was that like recently? Uh, so I heard him on Tony Robbins' podcast like a year ago. You remember the guy's name? <laughs> fake news. <laughs> fake news. Tony Robbins is fake. Fake news. Do you remember the guy's name? Is that is it Briskman or is it uh, Margulies or Rothblatt? That's a cool name. Uh, Rothblatt. Yeah. Roth- you like that one? I wouldn't want it, I, but I, I like I, it. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Slavic as hell. It sounds like vomit, like rah, blah. I don't know. It's fucking. That's a weird name. I can try looking it up. Uh, I haven't listened to this podcast in a while, but um, I would. It's crazy because I would think that that'd be more out there. You know what the three D printing? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Can, can he do like hearts and like and 
kidneys and stuff, or is it just kind of like? Because if it's already worked, I, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I need uh, sure. a specific type of organ transplant. I don't know, no internal <laughs> organs, but you know, <laughs> only external. Yeah. External, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I need I need a reduction. You know. Yeah. Probably probably make a killing doing this shit. <laughs> Let me go back and take a look. I'm actually looking through his podcasts right now. Um, I can't. What? I'll find him. Let you know, but um. It was an incredible interview, like they did with this person. If they if they told you you had like, okay, we have a, a pig heart for you, and ready to go, or you're like a couple years away from a human heart, but they give you a couple years to live, what would you do? Oh, if it well if it works, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. Give me that motherfucking pig heart right now. Like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. The pig heart? There doesn't seem to be. I mean, for me, I don't really see any like. Um, you know, we use like she, uh, sheep's bladder or sheep's um, sheep's uh, intestines. intestines for condoms and mm-hmm. things like this. Like we do these things with animals all the time. We eat them. I think we're cool. Like you know, if your shit, if your heart's gonna work for my my uh, bad heart, then just give it to me straight up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any moral. What about you, Steve? Would you take the the pig organ? Yeah, I don't care, man. I'll, I'll, I actually already have my surgery. I have a pig valve, so I mean, you have a pig valve. Yeah, it was put in when I was fourteen. And I had that surgery. Holy they, shit! Uh, they, yeah, they used a, a pig valve. Well, it's not a valve. Sorry, it's a. They had to cut one of my one of the tubes going to my like heart. An artery. Yeah. It wasn't. It's like the tube that connects to the artery. It got very the narrow. Vast deference. Just, <laughs> the vast deference. It's not in your deference. It's not in your Yeah, your it's in your dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Might exactly as well be. Yeah. Yeah, damn. It's nasty. That's crazy. Um, so, so, like, do you, like, wince when people eat bacon around you? That's why he's a fucking yeah, vegetarian, dude. That's true. Are you a vegetarian? Used to be. Anyway. No. I haven't been vegetarian for, like, the longest time. Nah. But you were for the longest time, so. <laughs> eh, from like 19 I'm not, like I'm not hating no, no take backs yeah, I'm not even hating at all like, no, no, I don't care it's just that I stopped being vegetarian literally when I was like 23 so God it's damn. funny that people still think that I'm vegetarian 10 years later 23 that's great it seems like are that you like ago. 40 right now it does, not, it does not seem like it's been You're that older long. than me, Johnson. You're older than me. Why, why would you think that I'm <laughs> I'm just making fun of us, dude. This is, a, this is a joke for, about us. <laughs> exactly. It's right. fucking un, like, real how old we're getting now, dude. I know, man. I, I would like them to start like doing like, like joints that you replace your, you know, like your knee cartilage. They have that shit. Just suck it all out and then put like, inject it with, you know, like that, like. That cocking, like at Home Depot, just like fucking <laughs> some of that shit in there. Hopefully, put some more of that in there, anymore. and you get to go for another twenty years. I mean, there's a they have like you know that stuff that Joe Rogan talks about the uh, the stem cell injections and things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. You have to go to Panama to get. Yeah. So you know, there's there's shit shit like that. Oh yeah, uh, Johnson. Sorry, not to cut you off. It's Rothblatt. Is a Rothblatt. <laughs> Rothblatt. Okay, Martin Rothblatt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a badass. Yeah. Fucking. I, I hope you know we can. You know, throw some shekels into those stocks because they're fucking going to the roof, dude. Yeah, like the I I don't know what the holdback on the technology is. Um, this dude, well, I don't know what to refer to it as. It's it's a dude who's actually transgender. It's like lives his life as a woman. Well, then you do but, know uh, what to refer to her as, you bigot. <laughs> fucking, that's the that's the <laughs> pig part. That's him. That, that's her. His, you bastard. <laughs> that's his pig parts talking. You know. <laughs> that's what it's. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> That. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, though. 
I mean, the whole thing. Interesting. Or hold yeah, on, I'm not supposed yeah, to I mean, say shit, my bad. Uh, transgender thing. Cisgender. Yeah. No, we're cisgender. We're sissies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that has a different connotation on there. Hey, I ham what I ham. <laughs> <laughs> the whole sissy, hip, hypno, sissy thing. That's the fight. some weird shit, dude. Depending on the website you're on, sissy can mean a lot of different things. Yeah, that's not cool. I mean, you know, it's cool for some people, whatever you like, but... Well, honestly, it's just domination versus submission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not down I to get pegged, it, though. That's I'm just not down. I don't know what it is. I mean, no, I'm, I'm not either, but I'm down it, but to... So you guys say that now, but... <laughs> yeah. Look, look yeah. at yeah. steve was a vegetarian 10 years ago. <laughs> people change. All Things of a sudden, change. start eating meat again. Ruben's sitting over here, though, like, you guys don't even know what you're missing. I see that smirk. I don't have any moral, like, uh... So you're down to just kill the pigs? Oh, for sure. I'm not even, like, opposed to eating them necessarily, even if they have, like, you know, human genetics. Like, I think, you know, we were, like we were talking about on the last episode, um, I think we're going to have to start feeding people to people in order to keep... we got to feed the next billion, you know? we got to take care of our people, guys. <laughs> right? Get some of that street meat. Mm-hmm. This is a whole different meaning to you know, street tacos. You know, in uh, was it <laughs> the Philippines? Have you guys seen that they they use that um, with the oil that they use for the street food? Oh yeah, dude, that's crazy. Well, like, don't they dig it out of like sewers or something? Yeah, they yeah, skim, that's really fucked up. They skim it from sewers oh. and then they they boil it, but still, it's like it's fucking nasty. That's nasty. That shit's not even cool, dude. <laughs> I mean, some like some like poop marinade. You know, and it makes sense too. So if, like, there's just a heaping like cauldron a sloshing cauldron of fucking human fecal matter and stuff like that the grease is going to rise to the top so it's, yeah that definitely doesn't make it easy to just skim off and throw it in the uh the old deep fryer yeah i guess it's like oil over there is like really hard to come by apparently so <laughs> they haven't mastered the uh the virgin press the virgin press, <laughs> virgin press chad gutter oil <laughs> This is one-time pressed, uh, virgin pressed uh, sewage. <laughs> yeah, so I have a, another thing I want to talk to you guys about. There, um, there's this uh, this archbishop in Italy, and he's he's calling for all the, his brothers and sisters to do a, a mass exorcism mm. the day before uh, uh, what is it Easter? Yeah, the day before Easter, because he's saying like because COVID, the de- the devil has been running rampant. You know, mm-hmm. like he's just been like having a field day. You know, the the idle hands of the devil's play things, dude. That makes sense. Everybody's just sitting at home fapping, mm-hmm. and who knows what the fuck they're doing. Makes sense. So it's like, I guess you know, you can't get to like the small towns to do your exorcisms because you know, COVID, mm-hmm. you know, and all that stuff. And he's <laughs> his thing is he wants everybody like. At three p.m. on Saturday, the day before Easter, just everybody. He wrote a fifteen-page script, and oh he wants God. everybody to read that, like starting at three, and then read it out loud, and then Very that's going to exercise all the demons. That kind of reminds me. There was a there was a Wicca thing, like when when Ronald Blormf was still in office. There was like all of, yeah. There was like a, a whole <laughs> bunch of um, like Wiccan broads all from all over the country that uh-huh. were like doing a hex across the nation on on Ronald Blormf to make sure that like he I don't know didn't make it to the second term or something like that. Apparently yeah. it worked, but must have worked, huh? Yeah. But yeah, people do this wild shit sometimes, you know. But maybe there's something to it, dude. Like, I don't know. I mean like he you know? it's cause he's not like asking for money or nothing, you know. Yeah. So. He's just asking for, you know, mass amounts of uh, you know intention all at one point. We're going to read the same script and maybe the you know, the, do- the devil will stop trying to get people to or have gay sex or something like that. I don't know what, what what's the Catholic Church is really preventing here, but 
Uh-huh. What are they trying to prevent? What is he kind of upset about? He just say, you know, he just he just has this thing with the devil. He just doesn't like him, you know. I mean, what did he ever do? I, pff, I gotta ask him, dude. Like, so have, like we'll have him on the podcast move. next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Special person. guest next I week. I gotta get that that script though, and I'll put it on like our whatever mm-hmm. social media we get. I'll, I'll post oh, yeah. it on there. Special episode. We join the Catholic Church. Dude, in, we should in do that. We should, exorcism. we should have. We should say the script and everything. I'm not opposed. I mean, I don't know how we're going to work irony into this, but you know, <laughs> I don't think we down, need I, to. I think if we just yeah, do it, that's I, irony on its own. I don't know how I'm going to work a straight face into it. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> going to be busting it. You have to give it a try, though. Well, the same guy is trying to get Pope Francis out because. Oh, based. He's Hold tra- on. What's this guy's name? What's the. Uh, his name is Carlo. Vigano. Vigano. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's um he's a very interesting guy too. Apparently he ran into a lot of trouble. I don't I think he's one of these guys that's trying to out the uh homosexual infiltration yeah. into the Catholic, you know, church, which you know, I mean it's a little late, but you know, I guess yeah. a, a for effort, you know. <laughs> yeah, cuz I guess he he's pretty much saying Pope Francis is covering up all this, you know, sexual yeah. allegations. Well, I think all, I think all popes have yeah. probably done that. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. That's all about mm-hmm. some wild shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. I'm down to do some exorcisms. I'm fucking deep. never done one before, but I'm down. I mean, as long we're invited to the party, one it's gonna be rude to turn it down. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, um, St- Stephen, he like ever since I've like known him, he's always talked about Japan. Mm. You know, he's that's like his dream. He's a wee weeaboo. <laughs> so weeaboo. <laughs> I wouldn't quit. I don't quite say that. I was, it's more <laughs> it's like we abu. More like beautiful women. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so since I've known him, he's just been like talking about, oh, one day I'm gonna go to Japan, and we you know we're just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's, it's a fetish, sure. you know, no big deal. You know, whatever. And um, yeah, so he he went, and uh, that's pretty cool, man. How how was your trip? It's pretty pretty amazing, dude. It's pretty much like the top one of the top three experiences of my life. Hold on, before we move forward, can you tell me what the other two were? Well, the two what? The other two top experiences of your life. Oh. You kind of, um, kind of threw that out there. I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I'm like, I mean, are, these, are there two, like, just insane fucking, like, events that I'm not aware of, or do I know <laughs> these? Or uh, Maybe doing Molly was probably one of them, and then maybe... Nuts, uh, yeah. um, what a weird thing to playing, playing Playing music live. I, I think that's probably one of the most peak experiences I've ever had in my life was playing in a band and being in front of people and, like, and jamming out it's it's pretty much like the best feeling on earth i think i can see that it's cool yeah it's it's crazy man i remember you playing the was it the um the queen mary one time that was cool oh yeah man that was a crazy show it was probably like one of the most fun that we one that we had it was a with the juggernaut the juggernaut man good times that's crazy that 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 happened (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty wild it's pretty freaking wild (laughs) seems like a lifetime ago seriously Anyway, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to disrail. We could get or derail. Like we could get back to uh, get back to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and you you went by yourself, huh, Steve-O? Like, yeah, man, solo trip. That's that's I can't do that. That's fucking wild, dude. I'd be paranoid. That's like that eat, pray, love shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a divorce I mean, from his husband, and he's got to go find himself. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna go by myself. Got to take his his traveling like... pants with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the fucked up thing was was i only brought one pair of pants because i was like you know a good pair of jeans last like four or five days but i only washed my clothes like once when i was <laughs> when i was there within those two weeks you were there for two weeks so, two weeks yeah that's gross man 
<laughs> well, hey, it's it's, Japan, right. it's a Japan two weeks. I don't I don't know their time difference, so you know I don't know their. Yeah. Does time go slower or faster? What if it goes faster over there? That's true. They're so they're so efficient. It was like three point five days in their wow. time. Yeah. See, so it makes sense. I guess that does make sense. So that's like the, the top three things of your life, experiences of your life. The, and what a strange uh, diversity of experiences there, right? One of them you didn't even have to go outside for. You're just sitting tripping balls. And then the other true. one you went mm-hmm. international traveling. Yeah, then the other one you yeah. went on a boat. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I was on a boat. <laughs> air, air, land, and sea. <laughs> that's mm. true, yeah. Damn, dude. But what uh, what stuck out on uh, the the Japan trip? Like, what was uh, give us give us a quick rundown of the peak highlights of of the highlight of your life? Uh, I mean, it was basically like I planned that trip to I planned that trip to a T so that like I could maximize my experience. But I also planned things that if I bailed because I felt like doing something else, it wouldn't like interrupt my my flow. Nice. So not it wasn't like like I bought tickets in advance and all that kind of stuff for everything. Like there was I gave myself some free days, but also had like things I wanted to do. But what what really was the most like uh I guess fulfilling was it literally felt like I was on an adventure, like playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like it was just the most like like you know, it's such a different world because there's such like a they're like such a microcosm. Like they they're not in a uh, multicultural nation like at all. Yeah. So uh, it's really I had some weird experiences. I was refused service at a bar oh, like, really, really late at night. Sounds like it's pretty trippy. It, it was it was just like it was funny. Like I wasn't offended. I was just like, huh. And it wasn't because I was white because I didn't speak Japanese. They were like, do you speak Japanese? And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, we actually only serve Japanese. And I was like, OK, it's cool. Like, I'll leave. you know, they weren't rude. They were just like, oh, they're like, you know, we, we only serve Japanese. And I was like, oh, that's like, it's cool. Or well, they will only serve if you could speak Japanese. They're, they're like so. seats taken. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it wasn't good. You know, it was basically get the fuck out of here. Sito tekano. That's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, at least, at least, uh, you know, they they got the whitey out of there. Yeah, <laughs> keeping the rabble yeah, out. Man. Thank God. Yeah. Damn, damn honk is coming in here and ruining it. I want you to soil the, the place. It makes sense. I mean, you know, seriously. <laughs> Hungarians. That's a that's a, that's a strange borderland creature right there. They don't want that place smelling <laughs> like cheese, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh god. No, that's a strange thing. So, um, and that's actually something that's kind of like slowly but surely changing. There are people in Japan now. I've I've read several stories recently where they're kind of attempting to, you know, break that that hard monoculture aspect of them like they're they've they've got a, a significant uh korean subculture in there that, that they kind of treat like shit they bring in and kind of to do the shitty jobs you know well, everybody needs a bad guy dude exactly you know you got to have somebody to piss on <laughs> mm-hmm. somebody to clean up the hotel room while you know you're out yeah, yeah. on the town that's I actually co- tell you it's korea is that what you're saying yeah Co- korean underclass there so i'll tell you a really funny story one uh one of the nights i was in uh Osaka. Mm-hmm. I w- I met two guys. I met these two guys in Tokyo that were actually from Garden Grove in California, which is not far from us. Oh wow! So I saw these two Korean dudes sitting there, and like they started speaking English, and they had a Californian accent. So I was like, "Yo, where are you guys from?" And then like we connected, right? So they told me well, we'll be in Osaka like in a few days, and I was like, "That's a trip." Me too. So like I met them out there, right? Mm-hmm. So we go to this place. It's this called Club Giraffe in a- in Osaka, and it's like two stories. Have an EDM floor and then like a hip hop floor. Oh wow! And 
like it was the best time. Twenty dollars all you could drink, like just amazing freaking that's, night. That's pretty sick. It's dangerous. It's awesome. It was bonkers, and the freaking bars are open until four a.m. there, so just like you just go nonstop. So, anyways, we go dancing. We're like hanging out, making all these friends. We met guys from Germany. We met these girls from I can't where they were at. She was from some Middle Eastern country, but uh, we were just like it was just like really good time, right? So we go to this uh, izakaya afterwards. It's like three thirty, four in the morning, and we're like gonna get some like stewers, and there's this guy there, right? So one of the guys I'm with looks around and he's like, Oh, that guy's Korean. And I was like, how can you tell? And he's like, Oh, he's speaking like Korean. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh wow. <laughs> That's a dead so, giveaway. Yeah. Right. And I, and I didn't, I didn't notice. So like I made, we, he goes over and looks at him and they start like connecting and making friends. So like the guy that we meet, he's, so he was the guy, this, this guy we meet at this bar, right. This is place. He's Korean ethnic, but he was born in Japan. Mm-hmm. So he speaks uh, Japanese, but he's Korean. But when he goes back to Korea, he speaks Korean, but he speaks it with a Japanese accent. Ooh. So he starts breaking down and like bawling. Like yeah. he's like crying to my friend, like who I just met like two days before wow. that saying like, dude, like you have no idea how hard my life is. Like everyone in Japan hates me because I'm Korean, but then I go home to Korea and like everyone hates me because I can't speak my language like properly. Like, Brutal. You know, I have like a Japanese accent. So he's like, I have all these pictures I took of them having this like heart sobbing heart. on your shoulder. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That's very was, weird selfie. <laughs> that's like one of those, that's up, like dude. one of those selfies when like, like blonde women go to Africa and they're standing next to like an emaciated child that hasn't drank water in five days. <laughs> and they're just like, click. <laughs> yeah. Insta. Like, that's fucking wild, dude. Be your best self. I mean, <laughs> Sisterhood of traveling pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was like a really sad moment, but I was just like, wow, this is like bonkers insane. Like yeah. this dude is just like like breaking down, sharing his whole I can't you speak it in Korean, so I can't understand anything. But like my friend's <laughs> translating for me because like he's telling him crying, and I'm like, what's he saying? And my friend's like, uh, he's saying that he hates his life. <laughs> oh, shit. That sounds like a real bitch. <laughs> it was like, holy shit. So I took a lot of pictures to capture the moment. And then um, <laughs> I just kind of sat there and ate my, uh, my izakaya skewers. Negatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all these words you're some... saying, dude, I think I know them. I just finished playing like a samurai game. <laughs> and like you're saying all these, <laughs> these words. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Basically proficiency yeah. in Japanese culture unlocked. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think I think I could survive a Japan trip. Yeah. I yeah, think I think they would accept me in that bar. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know, yeah, dude. Just be like freaking Konichiwa, and they'd be like, "Oh, what's up, bro? Oh shit, take a seat, please." <laughs> yeah. Your Hungarian friends got to sit outside though. <laughs> okay. it's, fucked. Yeah. it's fucked up. I don't make the rules. So what happened to that guy? He just he just went home or <laughs> that night or. We left that bar. We left that izakaya at like four. It was almost five in the morning when we left, yeah. and uh, he, tasty, uh, right? I guess, he just went on and lived his life. But the guy, actually, the guy that was <laughs> talking to him, fuck. hopefully, they didn't go home and kill himself or something. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, dude. Those people die all the time. It's crazy. Those but, people uh, die all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely well, like, do. Those fucking Koreans, guy. <laughs> I mean, well, no, they just they like it's just such a tough life because like Japanese culture is so so uh, rigid, not expressive, yeah. you know. The only time I notice them being very expressive is when they drink. When they drink, it's like free for all. They can like act out and like be crazy. It's no problem. Do they have like a lot of issues with people being alcoholics there because like the bars open so late and that's like their the way of you know because it's so like strict there. Like that's like their their freedom pretty much. Is there an issue there? 
Yeah. Basically, if you're like a, biz- a businessman, you know, you like you work for a corporation, uh, you basically work like 60 hours a week. Um, they're trying to break that norm, but like even companies who like push the 40 hour work week, they still kind of have like a background, like, you know, um, Crew. an expectation mm. that you're supposed to be there like 60 hours. So it's considered honorable if you like sleep at your desk, they have this thing. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like, it's basically a term for dying from being overworked. Oh, and it wow. happens like all the time. Like Dude, people just crazy. die because they work in like a hundred hours a week. And people over here so complain like, about their 40 hour work week all the time. And people over here are losing their fucking limbs to diabetes at like 45. So, I mean, you know, which one's worse? I don't fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's sad, man. It's sad. But like, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? They, We're really yeah. going to be objective here. I don't fucking think we have anything. Yeah. Really to, to I mean, I'm not judging. Yeah. I, I don't care. I ain't, I ain't judging. I mean, it's we, every culture, every, you know. I definitely wouldn't want to live challenges. like that. That's for sure. I definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't want to be working 60 hours a week, even if I did get to get blacked out drunk until four in the morning every morning. But then you're working 60 yeah. hours a week. That means you got to go to work the next day in the morning. Hey, they still got a rocket, dude. <laughs> There's this actually this movement right now called Frita, which is like a English Western play on words for like freelance. Mm-hmm. And like it basically like people are rejecting that, like that, that businessman lifestyle. And they're like, there's kids that are like now they, they refuse to go to college. They're being like bartenders and servers at restaurants. And they're just mm-hmm. living a really fun life, just like Americans do. Yeah. But it's against the Japanese norm. And like uh, there's people look down on them, probably their parents, but like they don't care. They're just so fed up with like the lifestyle of like, like I remember reading this article about this like Japanese dude who was going to college. Who sorry was just finishing college, and he was like, "Oh my god, like my life's over. I literally am going to work like sixty hours a week until I'm dead, hmm. and that's the rest of my life." So he was trying to decide. He's like, well, "What do I do? Do I like, do I kill myself now or kill myself later, or do I, or or he was like, do I do I break away and do something different?" And I think he chose to do something artistic and. Good for him, you know. Like that's that's an amazing choice. Yeah, I mean, if he's especially if he felt just so, you know, like uh, repulsed by that that way of life, then that's understandable. Yeah. It's it's weird though, like because like I I see, I don't know. I have like some lingering respect for tradition, and I think yeah. the fact that we don't have tradition, like for instance, and you see corporations making like mad fucking use of this style of. Like, okay, well, don't be tied down. Instead, like, just deliver Uber Eats. And so basically it's like, okay, you're going to make shit money. You're not going to have any benefits. And uh, it's kind of like the whole Klaus Schwab, you know, the great reset thing where it's like you're going to – in 30 years you're going to own nothing and you'll be happy. It's like, yeah, I don't really know about that though, (laughs) bro. Like maybe maybe we could find some like – Happy medium yeah, happy. between exactly. like fucking me like working for Uber Eats for the rest of my life and then like I don't know like my parents whole thing like my parents at least my mom you know she's worked at the same job since like fucking 1984 and is still there and she's gonna retire from there with like benefits and fucking pension and blah 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 that that opportunities like that are drying up now more and more and I don't really see that as a a good development in the the culture you know. What do they call that? There's a, there's a word for that. Um, the something, the something economy. Oh shit! I don't know. You know what? Like, it's basically like uh, you're gonna work for Uber Eats, or you're gonna work for DoorDash, or you're gonna, you yeah. know, it's some, you know, basically like a fleeting relationship between you and your employer, and then you, the next week you're gonna go, 
and work at an Amazon factory. It's like, like okay, like there's the nothing. Nomads. There's not. Yeah, that's. It's basically like that. Yeah. Except for not nearly as romantic. Like it's just it's, like like plug and play jobs. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And they're shit. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and you're not gonna get benefits. It's like <clears throat> ah. you know, like those Amazon those Amazon jobs. They have them where like those nomad people they go and like they work for the season, right? So like seasonal. Yeah. Like there's there there's like so many injuries because a lot of those people are like older you know yeah. older people and like they're like in their 70s and they just need to do something and amazon you know i'll oh, come work over here and they're it's like a factory job yeah and like all the time like these people are getting, <laughs> getting like so many injury reports it's crazy dude uh-huh. it's, it's not good i don't really see that as a, a good development the only was let's get back to let's get back to japan oh yeah yeah <laughs> digress a little bit <laughs> yeah just a small <laughs> slight digression so, go, so that yeah. guy was about to kill himself. Uh, no, he probably did, but yeah, he probably did. Okay, you guys. <laughs> am, left, uh, cool. So, you guys left at five in the morning. Uh, yeah, we left. I was probably like four thirty or so. I, mem- I remember getting back. Uh, it was a really rough morning because the hostel that I stayed at, um, they wake you have to be out of your bunk by eleven thirty a.m. so that they can start cleaning until three. And I was like, I went to sleep at like five, and I woke up like, you know, eleven thirty, and they dragged me out of bed, and. It, sounds like a decent amount of sleep but when you drink like 40 gallons of beer and yeah. liquor you know you're not like the best so i literally walked to the starbucks in dontonburi which is like the little food district and i sat like in this the second floor of the starbucks until like i recovered at three i could go back to my hostel and sleep a few hours and then i got up and went back to partying at night that's crazy man it was a pretty uh so pretty like, wild so time. like the, the nightlife it's pretty sick there yeah, man, Tokyo is just bonkers insane because, like, like I don't know. Man, I can't really describe it, maybe just from an outsider's perspective, I guess. But, like, uh, Japan, you know, that, that was Osaka. Osaka has a really good nightlife. Tokyo had a really good nightlife. Uh, yeah. Kyoto was the last place that I, I, I went to because it was, it was very mellow there. It's their old capital. Um, mm. Not too much of a nightlife, nightlife by comparison. But uh, it's really crazy. I, the places I stayed was pretty awesome. I mean, imagine like Hollywood, but like, you know, just like anything you can imagine just goes. There's like Yakuza walking around. Like, it's no big deal. Really? Like, you, yeah. Like, like a guy walking around you. with katana, like with fucking like his, his just sleeved <laughs> nah, up, like tattoos everywhere? Fucking Yakuza, not samurais, bro. <laughs> Do you wear those like ghost masks? <laughs> I didn't see any of that. <laughs> ghost mask, but. I think you, you said Yakuza, Yakuza, right? Yakuza is their fucking like no, gangsters. Yeah, yeah the it? gangsters like like the, yeah. the mafia over there. That's what I mean. Like they're just walking around yeah. with like a sword and they have tattoos I think everywhere. They use guns now. Oh, that's not as fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not nearly as fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely could tell because they've got tattoos all over their body. It's definitely easier to conceal. <laughs> yeah, than a samurai. I mean, than a sword. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a smoke exactly. bomb. Have you ever heard of a uh, uh, Shigenori Iwasaki? Was he the writer back in like the 1920s? No, um, I forget what the fuck that guy's name is, but he's a bad motherfucker too. But Shige, Shige is a, a, a tattoo artist who's like he does that like yakuza style, full fucking body, pure Japanese. Oh, where they classical. where they just like, like jab him? Like no, the, no, the he, dots he uses fresh machines, but this, the aesthetic style is is pure like fucking. It's like, a body wraps. Classic full body Japanese body oh, suits. Okay. It's fucking beautiful. Like the, shit. Like the waves and like yeah. all that shit. Everything you could think of, like like money frogs and fucking all kinds of other weird koi shit. fishes, a lot of koi fish, dragons, like you know that shit's bad. So then, you, so then you stayed at a hostel. So like, did you stay there the whole two weeks in the hostel? No, I stayed like so. I, I stayed in a lot of different places, um, mainly because I was moving around a lot. Like I wanted to go to Tokyo, <clears throat> Osaka, and Kyoto, 
<clears throat> Sorry, cut that out. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to go to uh, Tokyo, Osaka, and Kyoto. So um, the uh, uh, I was in, like, when I was in Tokyo, I stayed in the Capsa Hotel. When I was in uh, Osaka, I stayed in the Capsa Hotel. And then when I went to Kyoto, I bought, like, a Rokoshan, which is, like, this really, like, elegant, like, kind of experience. Like, they serve, like, tea in the morning. You have your own room. It was, like, 220 bucks a night. You know, it was, like, really, really nice. And then I also stayed, like, in another, like, private room when I was in Osaka on one of the other nights. So the hostels, first... you get to share with people? Yeah. So imagine, like, you walk into, like, a hallway, and on either side, there's, like, dual bunks, like, uh, like capsules. Like, imagine, like, a little, like, microwave that you just, like, open up your partition and roll in. And then, uh, like in Fifth Element, when he rolls into his freaking like microwave capsule, <laughs> kind of like that. Damn, and, that's like, cool. It, it was cool. It was, honestly, like a lot of people don't like them because they're claustrophobic, but they're amazing. Honestly, it's like a cool like, experience just to try it at least. Yeah. You know, as long as you're not living dude, like that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, I love that kind of shit. So I could live like that for probably several years. <laughs> like, really? It, it was cool. Yeah, dude. You just it's open twenty four seven. Like I come back at like three in the morning. I would go shower. I so is my house. I mean, yeah, I kind of <laughs> like having a house. I, yeah. I mean, that is true. I guess it's just the lifestyle of like being on the road. I just, I just really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. This is like that little house phenomenon where people are like the in their houses, yeah. in their tiny houses, and they can just drive them all over the place. It's like, all right, I could see how that's kind of legit, right? I can yeah. see it a for little a weekend. Bit. <laughs> yeah, but like, man, it's gonna be real bothersome when you're like, okay, this is just my life now. I just want to make something a good <laughs> steak, you know. I just want to do aerobics. Inside, <laughs> and I can't because I live in a camper. little trailer. So, what was your favorite place there? Favorite place in Tokyo in Japan? Yeah, uh, I probably think Kyoto was like the best place I've ever been to. Like, it's mm. the most serene, beautiful city. It's like their old capital. So, interesting fun fact: it was actually one of the targets for um, uh, the nuclear bombs in World War II. But it contains such historical relevance that the U.S. decided not to like bomb it with a nuke. You think that was the uh, reason they didn't do it? I mean, I'm sure there was probably other ones, but at least that was what they, that was what I remember reading being considered yeah. was Kyoto just contained like crazy amount of historic, like there's shrines from like the Edo period, like, like back in like, you know, I'm talking about like thousands of years ago, like yeah. thousand years ago, there's shrines and historical and religious monuments that were like uh, constructed there. Yeah. The reason and, I uh, ask is because like, you know, they did, um, they did more damage in Tokyo with napalm like they burned fucking tokyo to the ground and then they nuked hiroshima and nagasaki but there were actually more people that died and more more damage was done in tokyo than was in uh was done in, in hiroshima and nagasaki so it's like oh, i'm like wow. but was was tokyo the was tokyo the capital at the time or was it still um kyoto no kyoto was capital until like 1860 something ah. about that time and then it switched to Tokyo. But, yeah, uh, so they did go after the, the capital. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Kyoto is such an amazing city. It looks like an anime. Like there's, I went during March, so there's cherry blossoms everywhere. So Ooh. it's like, it's like snowing pink flowers like twenty four seven. Can you so see gorgeous. that mountain? Was it Fuji? Yeah, that's that's closer to Tokyo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that so seems like I, it'd be a fucking sight to see. A place just seems beautiful. Yeah, that's a very sacred site. I, I didn't go to Mount Fuji. Um, I was. I kind of would. I just took the bullet train, like went all the way to a uh, um, Kyoto. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was really, really cool. Kyoto, Kyoto was probably my favorite place there. Um, it was very slow paced in comparison to Osaka and Tokyo. It's mm -hmm. very like 
like you imagine like ancient Japanese architecture. That's like very much what it was like walking down the streets oh, wow. where it was just like crazy, like beautiful. There's like, you know, women walk around in kimonos. There's dudes walking around in like the male version of kimono. So it's still it is, super but... traditional in those areas. It's actually really interesting. So Tokyo is is kind of like a major metropolitan Western city, at least in some degree, because it's got the nightlife and all that stuff. And Kyoto is actually just, we're going to stay true to tradition. Like, we're going to have traditional architecture. We're going to have people still in traditional dress and things like that. That's interesting that they maintain that. Yeah. You actually see people, you know, you see people in kimonos and all that in Tokyo too. But, you know, it's different. You could ask anyone in Japan as well. People in Tokyo are very different than people out in anywhere else in Japan. Yeah, that makes people sense. People in Tokyo are like, they tend to be very short. They're, I want to say rude at all, because I, I met some very nice people there, but they're, they're not very engaging. Mm. Whereas if you go outside of Tokyo, it's different. People literally sit there and talk to you. And it's like, I, when I went to, I, I first arrived in Tokyo for four days and that's what I was experienced was like, oh, everyone says, People in Japan are very polite, but out of their politeness, they don't want to be rude, so they just don't talk to you. Yeah. But you go to other places in Japan, and like, people are like kind of like open books. Like, mm. I had a lot of conversations with people who like, you know, a few wanted to practice their English, a few like I met, met a construction worker who just literally talked to me for like ten minutes about how he went to uh, L.A. back in like the eighties, and like was asking me all these random questions about Los Angeles. <laughs> what did he? I was like, did he enjoy his stay? <laughs> he said it was cool man he was like oh yeah like i went to uh la back in like the late 80s and you know I, during the really aids epidemic time. oh shit yeah <laughs> scared him right back <laughs> that guy is risky dude he's like i gotta get the fuck back to tokyo dude <laughs> yeah like fuck this shit place is degenerate <laughs> yeah so how's the food how's the food there because is it just is it just sticky rice and and sashimi <laughs> Bro, or how, how dare you sir how masago dare you? sashimi is it, fucking masa- gross, oh, masago. Just gonna put that on the record your old boy Johnson, uh, anti-raw fish diet. Sorry, bro. Your you don't like sushi? Old boy Johnson is gross. I like sushi. I like rolls. I don't like sashimi. Oh, okay. Give me a fucking salmon, deep, raw salmon is so I, I good. want something so ridiculously not raw that it doesn't even... It's basically just like a burrito. So you like the, like the deep-fried rolls? Exactly. And, oh, oh, okay. Philly roll. Man, you, you, Crunch you roll. suck, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true, but I mean, goddamn, at least it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's good. The food, the food out there was amazing. I'll tell you guys the top three foods. So I went to when I was in Tokyo, I went to Sukiju Fish Market, which is like their on the bay fish market where they actually like cut up like fish and they sell it like in the morning. So you have to like get a ticket if you want to go reserve to watch this like the auctions. Oh, but wow. <clears throat> I just went during the day like to go get like food and all that. So I waited for like an hour in line at this restaurant that I looked up that was like really renowned. They specialize in toro, which is tuna. Mm-hmm. So I've got this like tuna plate right and it's got like the leanest to the fattiest tuna and it like it was insanely delicious like like literally nothing compares to it it was hilarious because the sushi chef like i'm sitting at the bar he serves it to me I say thank you like i pour my soy sauce you know, ginger sabi it's like you ready. better not put that fucking fish in that shit right now <laughs> well no he looks at me and he's like huh <laughs> oh really <laughs> and oh, no. yeah and i was like huh? and, I look up, and he's like puts his hand on his sword <laughs> he makes St- Steven shot sashimi, Steve sashimi in the spot. <laughs> Lays me on a bed of rice and cuts me up. Uh, so he freaking like he grabs his uh, he grabs my uh, what do you call it? Uh, my soy sauce dish, mm-hmm. and he looks at it and he starts pouring. So he looks at me dead in the eyes as he pours like half it out, and he goes, 
He goes, sushi need room to swim. And he puts it back on my, my plate. <laughs> oh, so he's really cracking. just pissed about He doesn't want you to make a fucking mess on his fucking table. No, no, no. He, he we don't have any pissed. busters he around like, here, son. No, no, no. He, he wasn't pissed. He was making a joke. Mm. But what he was saying was, it like, you put too much soy sauce. Like, you're going to ruin the flavor of the fish if you're yeah. just, like, dousing it in soy sauce. So he literally dumped, like, half it out and was like, sushi need room to swim. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Oh, yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah, but it's it was not, like the most insane food. If you guys are hearing a helicopter, it's in my backyard. Yeah, it's a helicopter. I think they're looking for someone. It's me. It's you. <laughs> so, so, so the fish was one of your, your top three. Yeah, the fish was insane. The ramen was like crazy good. There's actually a restaurant there called Ichiran. Uh, they have two restaurants in the U.S. They're in, both in New York, I think, though. Um, but like literally when I asked people like the locals, I was like, where's the best ramen? They were like, go to Ichiran, go, hmm. go, go to Ichiran. All of us, I go to Ichiran. It's like, they, it's a place that you might've seen. I think it's on like uh, food network, one of the Anthony Bourdain or something mm-hmm. where it's like, you go and you order like on like, it looks like a vending machine with a bunch of buttons. You order like what you want and it comes out on a ticket. You go to a little booth that has partitions around you. So you don't interact with anyone. You just enjoy the food. And then there's instructions on the side of the panel that on the side of your partition that tell you how to enjoy ramen, like how to eat the ramen. Damn, that's cool. You know, there's yeah. something so antisocial about that and it sounds yeah. like heaven. Well, well they're I'm, like I'm the, the, the whole that. idea. Be, yeah. Yeah. The whole idea I think is like, <clears throat> it's about the food. It's not about like, it's not about eating. It's not about socializing. It's about enjoying this freaking ramen. That's the best ramen you're going to ever have in your life. Yeah. I'm not here for the conversation. Give me the fucking food and Especially leave me alone. Especially if you fly all the way out there, you know? Yeah. I don't want yeah. I can't talk. Like I'm, I don't speak Japanese. What do you? Especially your ramen. It's just like <laughs> dribbling down your chin all the oh, time and stuff. That shit sounds good right now. Though. It does, man. Fucking Dude, starving. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking starving right now. <laughs> so we got yeah, the we got the uh-huh. the what you say salmon or was it tuna? Oh tuna. You got the tuna. tuna, tuna. We got the ramen. Uh-huh. Oh, what else we got? Okay, so last one, which hot was dogs. the best. So I had yeah, <laughs> a so Japanese hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> that you did. So. <laughs> yeah. so um, there was this uh it was one of the nights i think i was in osaka like the japan is so crowded that like you'll walk it you'll you'll just see this little tiny tower it's like a little building that looks like an apartment complex but the bottom floor is like a venue that the second floor is like a whiskey bar the third floor is a restaurant the fourth floor is like a, a insurance salesman it's this really weird <laughs> structure they have there like it's it's really crazy. So I found this little tiny bar that was or a little tiny restaurant that was open and they, they made a chicken karage, which is like deep fried Japanese chicken. And like, that was like the best chicken. Like, I really like chicken karage. There's is it just like fried chicken? It's just Japanese fried, it's, fried chicken. It's literally just Japanese fried chicken, but they take it so serious out there. So there's actually in LA here, it's become like a thing because it's so good. Mm. So there's in San Gabriel, there's Tokyo fried chicken, which is like a really popular thing. It's in San Gabriel. There's another place in downtown LA that uh, does like Japanese style fried chicken, mm. uh, but it's called Chicken Karage. This place had the most insane chicken karage. It was like so juicy and just like freaking amazing. That is like, it like I, like chicken katsu? Imagine that, but it's not thin. Like you know, how chicken katsu oh, yeah, is yeah. very thinly beaten. Uh-huh. This is like big chunks of like chicken breast, like maybe like a it's like half of fist size. And it's like breaded and deep fried. It's it's bonkers insane. It's, it's really good. Um, just a quick derailment. I'm gonna send this in the in the group ch- uh, text message. Okay. But it's it's very interesting. Something that I heard a long time ago. You know, listening to some Weabu talk about 
their appreciation for Japanese culture. It turns out that KFC is like, like so Japan's Thanksgiving tradition is like they get KFC, and that's the tradition. It's like that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know why. How the fuck that happened? Some strange, like you know, overreach of American capitalism just rolls through, and they're like, you know what? You have no connection to thanksgiving or kfc but what we can do is combine these two things and just for thanksgiving you're going to go to kfc and they do that's it. wild i don't know why that's crazy i went to marie calendars for christmas one year i can kind of <laughs> i can kind of see that dude actually it's kind of sad though that's because my grandma died and she couldn't she couldn't cook the dinner so that is fucking tragic yeah. oh my god so i don't like marie yeah. calendars anymore <laughs> So, so you said the nightlife is is pretty pretty awesome over there. Did did any uh, any of the the ladies over there hit, hit on you or ladies you of up? the night? Like how, how is it? How is like the the dating life over there? Does it seem like are they is it pretty promiscuous or is everybody pretty like straight laced? Japanese are freaks, man. Yeah. So like the way like from what I've at least when I've kind of learned when I was out there, and I kind of read this beforehand. So like. In American flirting, like when you're at a bar, you know, you're flirting with someone. And it's very obvious, right? You're like talking to someone. You're like flirting with them. They're flirting with you. You can mm-hmm. tell like very quickly if they like you. So in Japan, like it's very different. Like you kind of like flirt back and forth. But like it, like when it's time to like close the deal, you don't just like you want to go back to my place. or like, hey, what are you doing for the rest of the night? You literally ask them, do you want to have sex? Oh, man. Oh, wow. And like and they'll Heaven. either tell you yes or no. And you're like, like they'll be like, hi. Yes. Hi. And you're like. There's actually a saying for it. I forgot. I learned it when I was there, but I can't remember. It's right like now. the Japanese equivalent. Like, can I smash? Hi. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, th- so they don't beat around the bush, right? They Ooh. just like. They want you to beat around the bush. <laughs> they want you to beat up Is the bush. Is there a lot of bush out there? Uh, not that I saw. I said I did see some like. Mm, no, no. I mean, oh, actually, I take that back. Yes, one. I did see like one massive ass bush, and I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. Actually, I take that back. I saw it too. Two of the girls were like. <laughs> it's a lot beavers. of fucking bush that you saw there on a fucking five day trip. It was two uh, weeks. It was actually a two-week trip, mm, sir. Mm, mm. It was only in the... In the oh, that cuts uh, it, that's cuts your... Yeah, it cuts it down in half. That's not a lot of yeah. brush, I guess. Yeah, so I think I told you guys a story, and I'll tell it to you right now. It's pretty pretty wild. So, like, uh, this, I was in Tokyo for four four days, and then I went to Osaka, which I was telling you guys with that club that was really a club draft place. That was really, really Where cool. Where the dude wanted to kill himself? Yeah, this was before I met that guy. <laughs> Poor boy. Mm. So this was a, uh, we met that guy after we left Club Giraffe. But anyways, so uh, yes, I was um, out there, you know, and um, meeting a lot of people. So there was a few experiences I had that were pretty awesome. However, there was one night um, that I went to um, that Club Giraffe place, right? So like, it was probably like halfway through the night, right? So like, we were mostly sticking to the hip hop room because like, that room is fucking badass. And like, we all grew up on nineties hip hop. So it was like so, American hip hop. Yeah. It was all American hip hop. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> no, it was, it was Japanese like hundred You ever heard Japanese yeah, hip hop? I haven't. Is it real? Dude, it is. It's real. Dude. It's, real. It's, no, crazy. it's good. Actually, there's some good stuff. Yeah. But, but is it in Japanese? Like the language? Yeah. It's, it's called Japanese hip hop. Enjoy that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Continue. Yeah, sorry. It's cool. That's cool. So anyways, uh, we're at like, we were just dancing like the entire night, like me and these two dudes. I met. What kind of California. dances are you doing? Like, I bet you like, were dancing with two dudes. Like his hip hop. I, I want to see Steve. Like, what's Steve dance? How is he dancing to hip hop? Same Bro, as he dude, I could everything do the, else. Fucking gets I down. I could do get down, baby. Do the Dougie. Do the Dougie. Oh, oh like two steps, baby. Like, what? What do you want, man? Like, I love dancing. So, like, we we were just into it. like we met like a bunch of people at that club too. Like, 
So one of the cool things about that club is actually how we got like hella attention. Do you guys know that game you see in like hipster bars here in California where like it's like skeet ball with like these metal pucks and you like slide oh, yeah. across the board? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know what that game's called, but they had one there and like no one knew how to play it except for me and these guys in California. <laughs> so we're playing it and like all of a sudden there's like 50 people surrounding us, these Japanese people, and they're just watching us play. Hmm. So like we're teaching them how to play, right? And like they're winning and they're losing and they're like exploding in laughter and they're like when they score, they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like fucking going like crazy. And it's, it's like the best time, right? This so, table's like, been here fucking... for years and we never knew how to use it. It's like sword in the stone. <laughs> Literally, it was like a sword in the stone. Like, I bet you no one knew how to fucking play that game until we showed up. <laughs> That's it, was just like an, it was just like an ornamental piece. Like, <laughs> a cultural uh, appropriation. That's what it is. Yeah. Can't say ornamental. <laughs> I didn't say oriental, I said ornamental. Ooh, now you said it. Now you're fine. It's too late. It's like a Oh, oh. my god, you went too deep. Sorry. You went too deep there. <laughs> you can't go there. You know that. You cut that out. Sorry. Delete, delete. <laughs> Control no, delete. Yeah. Delete delete that shit, my bad. Or squit. Alt F4. Uh anyways, uh so anyways, uh we're like playing this game, right? So like I could see like, you know, after a while, like we've been playing for like fucking like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And like we're letting other people play. And like this girl across like the dance floor was like kind of staring at me. So it was like, oh, okay. And, like, okay. Like, like say, Hey, so like I go up to her and like, she's this like really gorgeous girl. I was like, Whoa, wow. It's like super hot. So like I'm dancing with her and she kind of has like, um, she's Japanese, like, a dark, she's Japanese. Yeah. And she kind of has like a like a like a darker tone to her skin. Actually, she was half Japanese. She was half Japanese. I think she said she was half Japanese, half Filipino. Uh, but she, anyway, she was there, and like so, I started talking to her, right? So we're like having this conversation. Like we start dancing, and like it's just like a great time. So like twenty minutes goes by, and like we're just like having a good time, like talking, going to drinks, blah blah. So where are you where are you at, where are you at right now with her? Okay. Are, you, are you thinking like you're gonna like? She rolls up and she's like, "I see you're very good at the shuffleboard." <laughs> yeah, she's like, <laughs> "I like the way you play with those round discs." Yeah, that's definitely how an awkward Japanese person, which like all of them would flirt, <laughs> really, really like those discs you're shuffling around there. <laughs> so you're vibing it. You're vibing it. Like we're, we're vibing for like let's say like twenty, probably like twenty thirty minutes. I'd imagine that was probably about the time span. We go, we like, we dance a little bit. We go get drinks. She's like grinding on me. There's like rocking. I'm like, this is badass. Like, this is cool. And she actually speaks like really good English. Like mm. not even like hardly an accent. So I was like, oh, this is like really amazing. So my vibe, yeah, was like, okay, like I'm probably going to like smash. And I like, I like have a capsule hotel, capsule hotel down the street. I'm hoping that she's got like a place of her own. So I'm like, want to come back to my capsule hotel, you know? Yeah. So they also have these things. Well, they also have these things in Japan called love hotels that you can rent by the hour. They're basically for prostitution, like the regulated prostitution out there. They have those in so America, So you could rent too. one of them. Do they? Yeah, they're called alleyways. <laughs> they're just called fucking hotels. <laughs> it's called the, the, the backseat of my car. It's an underpass. <laughs> it's called Hotel Six. <laughs> well, you can literally, you can literally like rent these out for like two hours at a time. And, and freaking... Uh, and you know, just even for sex, and then you, or you could rent them for like the entire night. They charge by the hour. Like they have their signs up and all that stuff. It's very obvious what they use them for. What is it like per hour? Like let's just say you want to do yeah, is it reasonable? I wonder. Two hour session. Uh, I'm not going to comment on that. And if they spent fucking three hours cleaning up your little shoebox apartment, then I could only imagine they must spend like <laughs> yeah. fucking ten hours cleaning that motherfucker up. 
it's gotta be, <laughs> it's gotta be pretty pricey. I, it's, it's, it's probably, I can't remember. I think it's like, it depends on the one you stay at. Cause like, there's very nice ones. Oh, if you have very, class, like, shoddy ones. <laughs> you see at the, yeah, the higher class, end one. I probably say like sixty bucks, forty to sixty bucks for like two hours. I think was like the average like one. But God damn, does that then that doesn't come with the girl either, right? No, of course not. <laughs> that's it's expensive. Jesus, but that, that's Christ. for that's for. Does they have accessories? Well, <laughs> you know, I like to stretch well, my whore dollar, but that's uh, <laughs> that's a bit much for me. I mean, can't you just rent an yeah. Uber? I mean, I guess you could. And the taxis in Japan are like hella aggressive. Like they just ride up on you. So like, anyways, to get back to like, um, to get back to the, the story. Um, so like we're dancing, we go to drink and then like we go back and we're all like, we're on the dance floor, but like, it's, I think it's probably like one, maybe one or two in the morning of that night. Like it was, it was getting pretty late. And like, I was like, Okay, like it's, it's getting late. Like I'm an American. I, I fucking mark those at two. The fucking like the clock's kicking in, and I'm like, okay, like let's close this deal. Say nothing. So like jet we're talking. Yeah, yeah, jet lag was pretty bad. But so this guy walks up to me, right? And I, I, I think this guy was pretty loud in there, but I'm pretty sure he was like French. He was like a little bit shorter than me. He had a big beard and like like frazzled hair, and he had a thick accent. I'm pretty sure it was French. I, Good day, mate. Up to me. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Did he have a Did baguette be- with him? Did he have a big French loaf with him? Crikey. <laughs> you, guys got, you guys got it on point right there. French guy comes up and says, crikey. You guys are way cultured. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. <laughs> Top of the morning, eh, mate? So this dude walks up and he's like, hey, man. He's like, he's like, you know, in his French accent, he's like, what are you into? And I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, uh, no. I was like, uh, no, I told them. They, they are like, aggressive there, dude. <laughs> Seriously, dude, even in Japan, they don't let it up. So like, I tell him, I'm like, oh, dude, I was like, I'm actually a straight man. And he starts <laughs> laughing. And he's like, no, nah, man. He's like, I just wanted to let you know. And I was like, let, let me know what? And he's like, that girl you're talking to probably has a bigger dick than you do. Oh my God. <laughs> he does not know you, obviously. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> obviously he doesn't. And I was like, what? So like the girl, she's like maybe like a you know a couple of feet from us and it's loud, so she can't hear him, but she sees the guy like whispering fucking sweet nothings into my ear, and I'm like, what? And I always thought that was, was like, a yeah. Thai thing. I didn't think that was Japanese. Wait, thing. wait, he could be pouncing on his chick, though. He could be like trying to get Steven out of there. That you know, could like very well be the case. Actually. Like he's trying to detour you. Yeah, could be. I mean, he started telling me all this stuff, right? Deter. 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 I was trying to talk like a road signs in front of this lady, so you turn left instead of. Go north detour you. South. Detour, detour you. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So he's freaking like. So he's like, I was like, I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, man. He's like, I just want you to know, I've been there. And he's like, she's she's got a bigger dick than you do. And I was like, what the fuck? So I like, I thought he was like, I don't know, like I didn't know what to ex- like expect. So I was like, kind of laughing. I was like, what is this guy talking about? Like, thanks a lot, so bro. So she walked. Yeah, so she walks up because like she can't hear, and she's like, "Hey, hi!" And she like introduces herself to the guy, and she looks at me, and she's like, "What did he tell you?" And I was like, <laughs> started laughing. It was like, like this is hilarious. Like, says you've got a fat cock. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what I told her. I was like, he says you got a big ass dick, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, well," she's like, "I actually wasn't born a woman," and I was like, "What? <laughs> oh my god!" This happened. I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like. She's like, yeah. She's like, well, I'm actually like, I was, I'm biologically a man, but like, I'm, a, I'm a woman. And well, I was that, like, so is she post op though. We don't want to get into the discussion of whether that she's lying or not. But 
Does does she still have the cock and balls? Did she do the? So was it bigger than yours? Yeah, I, I, yeah, it definitely was. It's tummy it's stick, which is very counterintuitive, seeing as how you're in Japan and. Yeah, well, I was, I was no like, what to the, the heck Japanese is? listeners in the audience, but. No, like I don't give a fuck. Know. You, you can be whatever you want. I don't care. No, for sure. But I was just like, but just be honest. Yeah, and plus you know you're saying? not. <laughs> I mean, you can be what you want, but I'm not smashing though. Yeah, like I'm just, just not my jam, and like I'm unjudging. Like I don't care. Like you can, you can identify you're and honest, be whatever you want to be. Steven, you were overseas. You were in Nagasaka. (laughs) (laughs) Nagasaka. I don't even know what you're talking about. Are you doing it on purpose? I don't know. Oh, shit. You're, you're pounding a couple of sakes. Yeah, let's say you're you're halfway through the sesh. You're you're fucking, you know, halfway to bussin', and she just looks back, and she's like, you know what? I was born a guy. What do you say? Is that a yay or a nay for you? Do you finish? Do you leave? I mean, what am I putting it in? Like, I mean, obviously uh, the brown town, but who knows? Bunch, there's a bunch of places, Steve-O. If she's gone through with the bottom surgery, I mean, I don't know how if that's fully functional. I don't know how that works, but well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I would. What, what, what if it was just like an add-on? Yeah, and she, you know, so it's like <laughs> you just move it to the so side, and you know. I mean, I don't know. Like honestly, that's a yes. I, it's a it. turn off for me like i'd be <laughs> i mean it's moderate i'm moderately turned off i won't be satisfied at the end but i'm gonna be finished though no hey no, he like, was like at least hey, i can hey. tell this story in a podcast you know <laughs> later on <I'm> like, <laughs> this will make for good entertainment later <laughs> no, so anyways i told her i was like oh i was like it's cool i was like i actually like i'm attracted to women women and she was like really upset about that and i was like i didn't mean it like that i'm sorry i was like i, I mean you did though <laughs> this is exactly well, I, what you, you kind of exactly meant that <laughs> what I meant was I don't like dicks. Like, yeah. Like, how do I put it? Like, I, I don't want my women to have dicks. But did she have a like dick that. though? See, that's the thing. Like, I see, I didn't even, I didn't even get to that part. I just assumed that whether she did or she didn't, I would have at least asked to was, see it. Yeah. Look, can you just let me see it, and I can decide whether this is small enough to me for me to just let go. Because I, I would have been hung up, like, like the guy said, like he's, she's got a bigger dick than you. Because like, obviously, she? yeah, you said this broad is fine, so. If this is a beautiful Dude, woman, so either I don't, tr- I can't man. trust your judgment, or you know, you're just trying to smash, which is totally fine. I'm not hating at all, but like, I don't know. No, she was beautiful. She like, yeah, you could, like looking at her, you could never, you'd never tell that she was a guy. Like she just looked like this very gorgeous woman. I really appreciate and you using the proper pronouns. Yeah, that's good, Steve. Very good. Not like yeah, before. Yeah. Man, I, hey, we all, we all, we all grow up and learn, you know. Yeah. Hey, there's yeah. some there's yeah, some like, passers out there. Dude. It took Steve 58 minutes to grow up and learn during this podcast, and now he's using the right pronouns. <laughs> I got learned. The precursors. I got learned. You can stay in. You yeah. can stay in the club. Okay, I'm good. I'm, I I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate so, that. so so she got offended, and like what, like what was like how was, was that? That's got to be pretty awkward. I mean, I apologized, and I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm just like, I was like, I'm. I, I totally shocked women, and she got offended, and I was like, look. I, I was like, it's okay. I was like, let's just not like continue this. And yeah, like, not, I, I just kind of like, sure. I, I honestly can't remember exactly what I said, but I was like, it's cool. Like, I mean, that's like <laughs> kind of what I was trying to say. Try not the best thing to. Enjoy, I would have tried like, to like oh, hook her, cool. hook her up with like one of your other buddies you you, you yeah, met from, up with from Garden Grove. That guy from yeah, Garden the Grove, guy, dude, the guy that was trying to kill himself. That would have oh, changed yeah. his fucking life. You would have bashed it yeah, up. I didn't know him yet though. I didn't, I didn't oh, that's right. Well, it sucks for him. Yeah, man, definitely a bummer. He could have been smashing some poutine. Yeah. But anyways, so the funny thing was this French guy, he looks at me and he's like, he's like, so like he uh, he says, oh, he's like, I just want to let you know that. 
And he's like, well, if you're interested right now, he's like, I'm about to go four-way this chick with these other guys if you want to come. This, <laughs> Jap- this Japanese chick. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, are you serious? And he was like, Sex yeah. tourism and really be that way. That's wild. I don't. I think it was just some girl he knew. And he was like, uh, I was like, no, that's cool. I was like, I'm here with my friends. Like, we're having a good time. So anyways, like, fast forward to, like, four in the morning. I'm, like, walking out of that bar. And uh, we, uh, I'm heading back to my, my hostel. And, like, I see that French dude walking just down the street and he's putting his belt on. Like, oh just God, dude. I'm like, that guy was serious. Holy shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, that yeah, it was, it was that guy pretty fucks, freaking wild. Yeah. So. <laughs> that guy smashes dude, Mr. Old Frenchman in freaking Japan. So apparently he smashes. Business. I don't know. Yeah, because man. he said I, I've been there. He, he found he did out. Tell you, you know? I've been there. He knew well, it. Well, he told me that she had a bigger. Well, oh yeah, obviously he knows. So he, obviously like, he's seen it. You know, we're missing the context where this guy actually knows what your shit's like because he knew that. Yeah. Hers was bigger. His was bigger. How, whatever. How, yeah. How did he? Yeah. Apparently he knew. So you're not. You know what? You're not he, giving us all Steven, of the story. Stephen went for the four way. <laughs> that's the part <laughs> that's that he's telling us. I mean, we're being generous. He told me it was beforehand, and then he told me after. They don't have those dividers next to the urinals in uh, old Osaka? Fuck yeah. No, their bathrooms, I remember their bathrooms, they have like no regulation. Their bathroom is like one square foot. Damn. Well, that's fucked up. I'm still like, Steve was in a four-way. That's pretty sick. It's <laughs> pretty wild with a French guy. In Tsushima, dude. Tsushima with Sasaki's. Honestly, I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> what are you talking? Tsushima? Yeah. <laughs> Sashimi, dude. <what? laughs> You're just making up some random shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you make... You, you mix Hiroshima and sushi together. Sashimi together. <laughs> yeah, it works perfectly. It's the same thing, dude. This is America. Let us. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna let that one slide. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that seems, like, that seems like a good good spot to end our uh, podcast here. So um, Ooh, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. So if you guys want to join us for the Dick Talk exorcism, you know, mm, Saturday dude. at three. That's right. Get Be ready. There. We got a guy with us. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. All right, man. All right, dude. It was, a, it, was a, it was a good pod, dude. Peace. Laters. Good pod, guys. Later, man. Talk to you guys later. Man.